This ain't one of them times you could slide by what you say that you gonna do. Put your money up, run that fade, time to show and prove. You know the vibes, Pana. Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in la mañana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind, and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. And keep the pressure on these ops, they cardio lacking. Till you flapping on the canvas and bobbing and weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audio screaming. Hope they got gray seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from J, DJ, and Q. You know the vibes. What's up, Fight fans? You already know it is Boxing Vibes TV Podcast, and this is your man, JD, coming at you with podcast number 104. Yeah, I said F-O, not F-O-U-R, 104, and I'm sitting here kicking it with my right-hand man, Q. Q, man, tell them what we got on the menu for pod 104. I would love to. We got... We talk, we're talk. we going to talk about the fight coming up this weekend, man. Uh, with Crypto Arena, man, we got the, 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 the two rugged, rugged fighters, man, and um, Ruiz, and we got uh, King Kong Ortiz, man. Andrew Ruiz, King Kong Ortiz, man. Somebody going down. Somebody, uh-huh. somebody going to bite the dirt. This ain't, this ain't going to be a 12-round fight, in my opinion. Anyways, uh, the return of the Caleb Plant, you know what I'm saying? He'll be back. He'll be on the undercard of the Wilder. And the, what is what my man's name is? I can't think of his name. Oh, Hellenius. Wilder Hellenius. He'll, he'll be, matter of fact, he's fighting our, our partner, man. You know what I'm saying? That we that we was able to kick it with and flick it with uh, Anthony Durrell. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, that was right before the uh, the, the okay. Wilder fight. We went Wilder, 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 Wilder Fury. Yeah. That said, with, with, with the quote, with the quote, mm-hmm. Anthony Durrell, Andre Durrell. Um, that and we got we got a couple of things about Triple G Canelo fight. You know what I'm saying? We want to ask y'all about, and we're gonna talk about my man, big the real big baby man, the real big baby Jared Anderson man. Twelve fights, twelve knockouts. We are gonna speak on that. You know what I'm saying? That's what we got. Yeah, all right, man. So without further ado, man, we gotta go ahead before we get into the real meat of the podcast. I gotta give them the the pod quote of the day, and this is a very short and sweet quote, and this is gonna be about. A young bull in the boxing game who we're going to talk about a little bit later in the podcast goes by the name of Jared Big Baby Anderson. And it was a very short quote that he said after the fight, after his latest knockout, where he said, now y'all see why nobody wants to mention my name in the heavyweight division. End quote. So Big Baby is out there saying that ain't nobody really trying to mention his name and get in there and tangle with the young bull. So we'll see. We'll, we'll talk a little bit later in the pod on uh, if Big Baby will land an upcoming big bout and really finally take that next step up. But nevertheless, man, let's go ahead and first get into the first topic of the podcast. So live from Crypto.com Arena in Las Vegas. My bad, not Las Vegas. Not, see, I got Vegas on the mind, man. You know, we were just talking about a couple of speakeasies and different things. So, my bad, I had Vegas on the mind. Los Angeles, California is where Crypto.com Arena is, where the Lakers play. And this is where we're going to see Lewis King Kong Ortiz versus Andy Ruiz go down on this Saturday night. I thought it was Sunday. Oh, it might be on Sunday. I think it's on Sunday. On Sunday? You think it's on Sunday? Labor Day weekend. I think it's on Sunday. Almost. Okay, okay. So, shoot. It might be on Sunday, man. Labor Day weekend coming up. It just might be a Sunday bout. 
But I know it's coming up this weekend. We got Andy Ruiz versus Luis Ortiz. Now, last we saw Andy Ruiz in the ring, Andy had probably a pretty lackluster performance against, you know, Anthony Joshua. We all saw how he he pulled the upset against AJ. And then he was out there parlaying, having a bunch of tequila and tacos, came <laughs> back in the ring. Well out of shape, man. He was out there going on a worldwide tour, sitting oh, yeah. on uh Jimmy Fallon's show. Uh might have been all, all type of late night TV, right? You know what I mean? So, so so he was out there just having a good old time with the upset, came back against AJ and looked horrible. Now we got Lewis King Kong Ortiz. On the other end, that I came front, man, it's been a lot of heavyweights that have not wanted to get in the ring with King Kong Ortiz other than who, my brother? You already know, man. The bronze bomber, Deontay Wilder. Yeah. With, 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 with man. You know what I mean? So the bronze bomber has been the only dude who's been willing to get in there with the, the slick, uh, thunderous Cuban, Luis Ortiz. And it was two great bouts between them two where uh if you all remember the first bout bro you remember when king kong almost had wilder out of them man like why somehow wilder stayed on his feet bro like please wilder don't fight him again <laughs> what he do right he almost got knocked out again <laughs> exactly right fought man, him again until he iced him with that right hand what? and Lewis Ortiz did not know what happened. So, nevertheless, man, these two uh, heavyweight contenders are going at it. Ruiz versus Ortiz. Q, man, give me your idea of how you see it going, man. We, we've we even had some playful banter, or it might not be that playful, bro. But we've heard, you've heard the banter between Tyson and Wilder, too. Who been on who been siding with Ruiz and Ortiz, bruh? But who you rocking with, bruh? This Saturday or Sunday, whichever night is going down, who you rocking with, man? Man, it's a very tough one, man. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna go with and you know if age, if if age ain't gonna really, really if if he still got a little youth in him, because you know it's it said he older than um he older than Rocky Rocky Montiano. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Joe Lewis, whichever one was 137 years old. Yeah, Joe Lewis. Hey, well, but they, they say he well into oh, his yeah. 40s, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he, you know, he, he up there, man. But, you know, he a dog, man. And um, I just think with his boxing prowess, man, with with, with, with his, you know, with his skill set. And I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I feel, I feel um, he going to weather the storm. And I think he might outlast Ortiz. I think it'll be, be about who going to outlast the other one. I was just saying, I'm, um, Ruiz rather. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Luis Ortiz, King Kong, man. I'm hoping he could bang on the chest one more time, man. You know what I mean? Uh, but this one, I don't. I wouldn't want to bet any money on this one. Man. This is gonna be a good one. But I, I just think, I think King Kong might be able to pull this one out, man. If I had, if I had, if I, you know, if I had to, you know, put my feet to the fire right now and had to uh -huh. pick one, I'm, I'm gonna go with King Kong Ortiz. I think he got one last hurrah, and I think um, this this fight will be this fight will be uh. I think he could take it. I wasn't too impressed with with Ruiz in his last fight um, against against our against our guy oh, Ariola. Chris Ariola. Yeah, you know yeah. Mm -hmm. and I just feel like uh, I think Ortiz got a little more. He, you know, I think I think he's a little sharper. I think you mm -hmm. know, I, I, I'm gonna, I think he probably got more power too. But I think he's a he's a better he's a better boxer. And um, matter of fact, Ariola came out. He came out in good shape. He fought a, a damn good fight that fight too. That was. 
Oh, that was impressive on his end, more so than um. But that's what that's what I got, bro. Who who you who you loving in this one? Hey man, you know um, I'm gonna keep it real, dog. I'm a hope. I I, I kind of I'm with you, man. I'm really rooting for Lewis King Kong Ortiz, man. And you know to to date myself, man, I was a a good fan of. You know, the young lady by the name of Aaliyah back in the day. She had a song, bruh. She had a song, and the title of the song was Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, right? Okay. And so, I ain't gonna lie with Ortiz, bruh. I'm hoping that that's true, bruh. I'm hoping that it's true. Because we all know that King Kong Ortiz has been around a while. And okay. we know that at this point, he's definitely uh, into his 40s. Like, everybody speculates on, is his age really his real age, or... How old is he? But we know he's in his 40s. So I agree with you, man. Like, I really um, wasn't overly impressed uh, with the Areola uh, Ruiz fight. Um, again, it was a good fight, though. Yeah, yeah, it was a good fight. I, I will say what was still is in the back of my mind is the laziness that I saw with Ruiz when he went into the second AJ bout. I, I just don't trust Ruiz. I, I, I've always said this about Ruiz that I feel like he's talented. But I just don't trust his work ethic and how hard he really works sometimes when it's time to go into the ring. And when we bring up the Areola fight, I think to me what really bodes well is that, and even Areola said this, is everybody thought that Ruiz was going to be good enough to get Areola out of there. And he didn't end up getting Chris Areola out of there. Matter of so, fact, he's the one that got dropped in that fight. If I ain't mistaken, right? Then he oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, he he clipped he clipped uh, Ruiz. No doubt. So so he didn't get Ariola out of there. And I'm gonna tell you right now, man. Unless Ruiz turned over a new leaf big time, bro, and he went back to that first AJ bout, I just don't see him getting King Kong or T side you know, of there. But also, also, and not and not take away from his win versus AJ in the first fight, but. Uh-huh. It was well known that AJ was AJ was concussed. He had some things going on, and he never speak. He never spoke about it. Made an excuse. Uh -huh. He came back and did what he had to do. But to say AJ, it was a concussion or something. He had suffered. On, I don't know if it was a sparring or something, but he had issues leading up to that fight. And you know, it's like you know, he got caught with a punch and never recovered from it. You know, and he fought with the wrong game plan, mm -hmm. just like he did again in the first uh, uses uses right use fight. Yeah. So. Uh, I think we you know. I don't, and so watching watching the fight with Ariola, it made me um look at Andrew Ruiz and say, you know what? Okay, I mean he is very bouncy. He's quick on mm -hmm. his feet. He's a big guy. He got a decent punch. He's he's very deceptive with his speed. He's quick and he's very uh what's the word? You know he they said him twitch muscles. He's yeah yeah yeah. He, he's a quick he's a quick big boy. Very, yeah, he got fast hands. He got he's, fast yeah, hands. His hands quicker than uh, AJ's. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I'm sure he probably had faster hands than Lewis King Kong Ortiz also. But um, I don't know if I if I gave him too if we if we gave him too much credit. You know what I'm saying? For, for the AJ victory or yeah, yeah for the I mean yeah as far as the measuring stick because mm -hmm. I you know AJ fought I mean he you know just just watched him in that second fight. You know he fought with the right game plan. You know, I think the safe game plan. You know, he wasn't trying to get him out of there. He just, he just cruised to a victory just by using his feet. You know, and making making my man, you know, hit hit or not be hit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which a lot of people don't like, but end of the day, secure the bag. But um, yeah, that's how I feel about it, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I mean, hopefully we we get uh a great fight. I, I will say this, man. I will say that I don't think that it's gonna go the distance. No, I no. would be surprised if we see. 
Lewis Ortiz versus Andy Ruiz go the distance, man. But nevertheless, bro, I'm going to keep it real, man. I am on the side of Wilder rooting for Lewis King Kong Ortiz. I'm hoping that Ortiz gets his crowning moment because, you know, as I stated before, man, Lewis Ortiz has been in the game a minute and a lot of fighters just haven't wanted to fight him because he's such a dangerous fighter. And with him being in the twilight of his career the way he is, man, I'm really hoping that he can get kind of a crowning uh, moment outside of the fights with Deontay Wilder where he could get a significant, significant victory under his belt against Andrew Ruiz. So I'll be definitely rooting for him, man. And I think Lewis King Kong Ortiz takes it home, bro. Uh, in in about this coming weekend, man. And you see him him and Water like best friend now, bro. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They super tight. You know. I think they both. Hey, I shit, think. Matter of fact, bro. He said different. he said he might be willing to do a, a third bout with him. Yeah, Wilder right now. Yeah, is saying that, because, yeah. You know. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. But uh, because because you know with um that with this being a PBC fight that Wilder has already stated that chances are. It's gonna be very easy to make a bout with whoever the winner of this fight is. So, so chances are, if if Andy wins, we'll probably see Wilder Andy, maybe late this year or next year. But he said that if King Kong gets the victory, which he's hoping he gets it, he said that man, if it makes sense, you know, and he can't line something else up because he's such a brother with uh, King Kong Ortiz, he right. said, man, I'm willing to fight him again, man, and uh, give him that payday. And get it on, man. So, so we'll see what happens, man. And also, man, and I I'm not sure. I'm not. I hope. I'm hoping this is not a ploy to get people to pay for this pay per view. Uh, you know what I'm saying for this fight. But you heard, heard the rumbles of what 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 could be announced during this fight. I don't know if you heard the rumbles of what 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 the internet is saying. But you know, no, 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 no. What 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 they out there saying, they're man? About what the biggest fight that we all waiting on could be announced. Oh, word that that's Vince know. Crawford. You know. Oh, I ain't want to bring that up because it's probably probably a, a ploy. Big, probably Sabrero, big cap. Mm -hmm. you know right, right. But we'll see, man. Okay, man. Sure. We'll, we'll, we'll see, man. But but moving on, man. Let's go ahead and jump into the second topic of the podcast. And this uh topic concerns uh a young fighter uh by the name of Caleb Plant, who yeah. last seen you know, was actually fighting way better than anybody expected against the money man of boxing or, or maybe the kind of halfway money man after his latest loss, but we'll see it soon. But he, nevertheless, but nevertheless, man, we saw Caleb Plant uh, giving uh, Canelo a little bit of work up until he just couldn't hold on and stay intact and got rocked and, and lost to Canelo. Now, he's facing off against Andre Durrell. All right. Anthony, Anthony Durrell. Anthony, my bad, my bad. Anthony Durrell, one of the Durrell brothers. All right. So he's going up against Anthony Durrell. And Anthony Durrell, who, you know, a lot of people haven't been paying attention to, but he's been quietly on the comeback. Uh, he's a veteran who we've seen in a lot of fights. A lot of people thought his career was faded and over. But Anthony Durrell is on the comeback trail. And the next step is against a Caleb Plant. So now we have Caleb Plant versus Anthony Durrell facing off against each other on the undercard of Deontay Wilder versus Robert Hellenius. Now, Q, give me your take, man, after what you saw with Caleb Plant against Canelo Alvarez and this being his bounce back fight. And then, you know, the the 
depth of the career and the experience that Anthony Durrell has, bro, what do you see transpiring in this fight, man? Do you think that Anthony Durrell has too much wear and tear and that Caleb Plant is probably still too fresh? How do you see this fight going uh, on the undercard of Wilder Hellenius? Um, I feel like I feel like Caleb Plant might have a slight edge with with his well, he might have a slight edge in, in his, his boxing ability, maybe, maybe. Uh -huh. But but I feel like Anthony Durrell will have a power edge, and I feel like if if Caleb Plant's coming here trying to <laughs> talk and do what he did against Canelo and ask, do we look good and all that? If he if he playing them games, if he not coming, the, the you know. He's not coming for blood. He's not coming, you know. He he could get he could get upset. I know he's probably the favorite in this one. Mm -hmm. And um, but we'll see, we'll see where his head at. Because ho hopefully he learned a lesson. Because that was just disappointing to me, you know, just see him see him trying to get a pat on the top of the head by Canelo instead of instead of trying to take Canelo's head off. Mm -hmm. And Canelo, like, hey, you pretty good. Not and clipped him in the next round. Yeah. So at the end of the day, man, if you're paying attention to um uh Caleb Plant, you feel me? Sweet hands plant. It's gonna go sour if, if your mind ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Anthony Durrell probably got he probably got what should have been knocked out of the year last year. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. His last fight. I mean, he got a crazy what was a crazy uppercut. I forgot who his opponent was, but I mean, dirty. He called he did him so dirty. End of the day, he he got that type of power, and he you know he could catch you. So you know, honestly, man, you know I I, I like Anthony Durrell, man. I I, mean, I like him. I I almost I might I might I might be pulling for him to you know. Pull off the upset, man. You know, I think he, I think he's in that spot in his career, also, man. I want to see him on do well, man. Get, get him a big payday, cause um, you know, I don't know if you know, but he was supposed to get the winner. He got, he getting the loser, the winner of the Canelo, um, the Canelo versus Durrell fight. You know what I'm saying? But regardless, Canelo versus Caleb Plant fight. But um, right. well, this still is a very big fight for him, and um, I'm happy for him. I'm happy he's, he's able to land it and bounce back, and hopefully, hopefully, you know, I mean. He, he get out there and get to do a thing, man. I, I, I think. Well, how you feel about it, man? You know what, man? I, I, I'm gonna say that uh, honestly, man. From my perspective, at this particular juncture, man, I I really like Caleb Plant, man. I, I feel like at this particular point in Anthony Durrell's career, at 37 years of age, oh, I know 37. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Durrell at this point, you know, he's 37 years old, so. A younger Anthony Durrell, I would say that this will be a pick'em, a 50-50 fight, you know, with, with a younger Anthony Durrell. But I feel like at this age that Anthony Durrell is, I can't lie, man. I just honestly don't see um see him being able to knock off a Caleb Plant. Because a lot of the, a lot because a lot what a lot of people don't realize is Caleb Plant at this point, coming off the heels of that Canelo Alvarez fight. Caleb Plant is still in his prime. And we're going to probably see the best Caleb Plant now probably for the next year or two because Caleb Plant, I think, is only 30 years of age. So with Caleb Plant being 30, Anthony Durrell being 37, and a lot of the wear and tear that Anthony Durrell has had in his career, um, I love Anthony Durrell too. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to be pulling for him. I, actually, I like Caleb Plant and I like Anthony. I like both of them. But I feel like sometimes – when you're relatively close skill-wise with fighters, a lot of times the age factor comes into play, man. And when you're 37 going on 38, it's going to be tough to keep up with a dude who is 
only 30 years old, man, and still in the prime of his career. So I expect for Caleb Plant to come into this fight and prove to people that the, the good spots that we saw against Canelo Alvarez wasn't a fluke. And him getting his victory against Anthony Durrell would kind of show people that Caleb Plant is kind of what we thought we saw in that Canelo Alvarez fight and that he might be a viable uh, fighter way better than we expected, bro. So I'm yeah. rooting for Durrell, but, bro, I'm going to say I'm rolling with Caleb Plant on this one, man. I think gonna Caleb's going to take you. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a good fight. I was surprised to see this fight was made. I like, damn, that's a good one. I like it. Now, what I will say is, Age okay, cool, but uh, who who want it? Who want it? Right. Cause uh, it could be a point where you know Caleb done got a big payday. He done fought Canelo or whatever, and um, you know, just like he was satisfied with just being in the ring with Canelo and looking good, to, in my opinion. Right. So Anthony the Anthony the it might be do or die for him for real. So oh, most definitely, so definitely, definitely do or die. It's a whole other type of hunger, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. We'll see. You know, hopefully them joints and everything. You know, coming I mean, thirty-seven. Okay, thirty-seven ain't it's. It is it's there, it, you know, it's up, but end of the day, that hunger, man, that belly, you got that flame in that belly, man, you know. Hey, and, and you know what, uh, to your point, bro, because um, he was, shout out to PBC, though, and shout out to Al Heyman for positioning Anthony Durrell again in this particular right. position, um, because, like you said, man, I think this is a last hurrah for him, because a lot of people remember, like you said, that, that TKO victory he got, um, I guess the, I think the dude's name was Mendez, was where in, in the fight they were trying to talk potentially about um, him potentially facing off against a um, a Canelo Alvarez. And I got to keep it 100, bro. I got to keep it real, real 100, man. When they were talking about that during the telecast, I was like, all right, bro, y'all not going to be able to sell no Anthony Durrell and Canelo that quick to people. I'm sorry. Because, because Anthony Durrell had been out of the spotlight just for too long. Like, you're not going to be able to sell that to people. But I will say, this is the next level up for him. So, salute to Al Heyman and PBC for giving him the opportunity to face off against Caleb Plant. Because if he can get that, that victory over Caleb Plant, now, yeah, you, yeah. now it's a viable fight with... Uh, Canelo Alvarez versus Anthony Durrell if he gets this victory. So we'll, we'll see what transpires in, in, in the bout, though, man. Uh, but we'll see what happens, man, when, when he get in there on the undercard of Wilder versus Hellenius. All right, now, bro, let's, let's get into our rapid-fire segment, bro, of the podcast where let, let's get a little bit first. You know, I, I want to put this this in here because this is some major, major stuff going on uh, with big baby Jared Anderson. All right. So so we got big baby Jared Anderson, who we know is a part of top rank boxing. He is under Bob Arum. He has uh, been slowly scaling his way up the ladder as far as trying to make a name for himself in the heavyweight division. And I think at this point he does have a name. We even saw where he's gotten some quality sparring rounds in with Tyson Fury uh, over the last year. And so at this point, though, a lot of people are going to really start to ask after his most recent knockout. A lot of people want to know when is big baby Jared Anderson really going to get in there with some of the top of the top elite heavyweights in boxing. 
because he's yet to really face a top opponent, but yet we know Jared Anderson is not scared and he's ready to face off against the next level of top tier competition, bro. So connect the whiff on this one, bro. In 2023, I think we might we might have asked this last year, but here we are in 2022. Still no big names yet for Jared Anderson, but now let's go to 2023, bro. In that year, will Jared Anderson, bro, connect the whiff? Jared Anderson will face off against a top 10 heavyweight. A top 10 heavyweight next year in 2023. Connect the whiff. He's been very busy. Uh, he stayed active. He probably fight every two months. Uh, I think he get around 16 fights. If he got 16 fights, 16 knockouts, I say the hope the end of next year, mm-hmm. around about the, around the fourth quarter, you know, the November, December. Hopefully, I'm gonna say connect. I want to see him in the ring with somebody with, with, with a top guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, th- I think I think it should happen because he's humble and he he want all the smoke. He calling out all the names. He even he even want the winner winner of this fight this weekend. You know, um, it's it's a lot of guys he's calling out. He ain't gonna be able to run long. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna be able to run too long. It's gonna be mandatory challenges and all of that. I don't know all the science right now. I haven't looked at all of that, but I'm just um I'm on the mindset that he he before before next year's in, I think he'll get one. Connect. Connect, yeah. man. Hey bro, you know what? Uh I'm gonna go the opposite direction, bro. I, I'm gonna disagree, bro. I'm gonna say whiff. And now I'm gonna say whiff. Here's why I'm gonna say whiff, bro. I'm gonna say whiff because um outside of a Tyson Fury, I'm not quite sure right now if Bob Arum has a top 10 heavyweight to feed him right when you start to talk about a lot of these heavyweights who are in the top 10 a lot of them are not on top rank so I don't know that Bob is legitimately going to have a legit uh, top 10 heavyweight next year to allow a big baby uh, Jared Anderson to face off against. I think essentially we're going to continue to see Jared Anderson kind of slow roll his way up the ladder. And then I feel like it'll come to a position probably late next year going into 2024 where Jared Anderson is really going to have to be willing to work with some other networks. Mm. He's going to have to be able to work with a Showtime to maybe get a... Deontay Wilder, uh, uh, Andy <coughs> Ruiz, a Lewis King Kong Ortiz, a Frank Sanchez. Where Frank Sanchez at? Well, who he with? If I'm not mistaken, I I think Frank might be um, PBC or DAZN. I, I don't think that Frank is top rank, uh, okay. but don't 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 quote me on that one. But I, right now, I don't believe that there's many top 10 options under the, tank, the top rank banner. So for me, it's going to be a whiff for that reason, because I think a lot of those other heavyweights are going to keep fighting each other. And there's going to be no reason for them to do Dang business with Bob Aaron. For Bob Aaron. Definitely. Bob Aaron would definitely put you on the island. Right. You know what I mean? So, so it's going to be not many reasons for them to deal with them because the other thing that a lot of people forget, man, a lot of people keep forgetting this and I'm going to keep on harping on it. But when it came to Tyson Fury, people got to give kudos to Deontay Wilder. Thanks. You know what I mean? Because Deontay Wilder was not about playing politics and saying that I'm going to freeze out Fury because he's over there with Bob Aaron. He went ahead and was willing to fight the best of the best. So, that's how uh, Fury got in there. 
and was able to face off against him and snag a title. But I think the fate is going to be a little different, bro, for Jared Anderson, man. But we'll see what ends up happening, bro, uh, in the future. But it's not looking like, bro, like there's too many top 10 heavyweights over there. I mean, maybe you could put him in there against his brother, uh, his brother in boxing, F.A. Ajagba, even though he lost his last bout. But you got to get F.A. You got to get F.A. Ajagba back in the ring and get back in the winner's column. But that that was the other heavyweight they were trying to build up under the top rank banner, along with Tyson Fury. But yeah. F.A. Ajagba, yeah, he, just, he just won his fight. He just fought last weekend, I think. He oh, he did? Oh, he did? Okay, so he yeah. back in the winner's yeah. column? Okay, yeah. okay. I mean, so so that's good for, for F.A. Ajagba. If he's now back in the winner's column, then maybe you end up having a situation where you have no choice but to have F.A. And Jerry fight each other next year. But like I said, man, I, I don't see them having many options, bro. You know how it is with Bob Aaron, bro. You, you're right. I definitely need to look at it from that perspective. You're absolutely right. Yes. So, yeah. so, so, hey, that's so. a weird for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird for me, too. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So, so you know how I go in top rank, man. But, but let's get into the uh, second connector with, bro. Second connector with, this deals with one Gennady Golovkin, right? So Gennady Golovkin is prepping for the final trilogy bout against Canelo Alvarez. And there's been a lot of talk from Canelo's side about he don't like Triple G. Triple G trash talks a lot. And he's a, he, he front like he a nice guy, but Triple G is really a, a dirty dude. You know, all this different kind of stuff that Canelo's been saying. And it seems like there's been a lot of animosity coming from the Canelo camp uh, towards Triple G, even though... Canelo Alvarez is the one who's up in the series, you know what I mean? So, but nevertheless, you know, they recently interviewed Triple G and a lot of the reporters were asking him if he feels like he's going to have to box and stick and move like a Dimitri Bivol did, right? Because what we saw from Dimitri Bivol against Canelo Alvarez is that he ended up being very technically sound and he was very big, but did not stay stationary. He did not stay stationary and allow Canelo Alvarez to load up on his typical power shots and bang him up out of there and have a, have a shot to defeat him like he did um, a Sergey Kovalev at that weight class. So, but Triple G said that, nah, man, I don't feel like I need to do that to score the victory against Canelo Alvarez. So, Q, here's the connector whiff uh, based off of Triple G's thinking. Connector whiff. Triple G can defeat Canelo Alvarez by fighting the same way he did in the first two fights, which was pretty much toe-to-toe. So connected with, he can beat Canelo Alvarez fighting toe-to-toe. I think it's a whiff, man. I think he he going to implement, you know, he going to implement some footwork. You know, you're not going to stand there and just, because at this point, man, like I said, you 40, you 40 plus. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. forty, and um, I just think Canelo's stronger now. Canelo's stronger, a lot more seasoned, and he got a, he got a big chip on his shoulder. So I just feel like you'll be standing there playing in Canelo's playing in Canelo's favor by doing that. You know, I just mm -hmm. think um, yeah, you know, he does have the better the better. He got an amazing jab, Triple G. You know, that's 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 key. But I just right. think you want to be more. Don't be there to be hit. You know, I just think you might. I I I I said he gonna get stopped in this fight. Ooh, he said he's gonna get stopped. Man. I said that Triple G will, will probably get stopped because I just feel like Canelo's got better, you know, he got better as he fought him over time. And I just feel like 
with at this point. You know, I just think that um, he, I think he put him on the right for the picking, and he he also moved up 168 pounds from 160. So this is his first fight with the extra eight pounds packed on, and he he's already said that he. You know he feel the weight. He feel feels a little. You know he feels a little heavier, but that, mm-hmm. that that'll help him be more sturdy. So I, I think he's thinking that that weight gonna help him stand help, help him absorb those punches, absorb them. Yeah, I mean we'll see. You know, mm-hmm. and maybe hopefully add, add more power. I love to see him going there and get you know do his thing. You know, I love to be wrong. You know, <laughs> honestly, I, I don't have him picking this fight, but you know it'd be exciting. I love I love the shock value that that it brings. You know what I'm saying? If you get in there, you know. He clipped Canelo. Canelo clipped him. I, I love to see a knockout, you know. But um, I, I honestly think he's going to implement some more footwork to not let Canelo better stand, sit on his punches as much, and make make Canelo reset mm-hmm. and have to all, and chase him around the ring. Cause Canelo, Canelo, you know, uh, Canelo don't like all that moving around. You know, he, he he's minimal. You know, and he has very he got up top movement, but his foot his footwork ain't ain't, ain't really there like that. So. I just think it, if 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 a lot of this this fight will be won with with the better footwork and things like that, the ring generalship, and you know, I just feel like it won't do him no favors to try to fight how he been fighting. You know, he, he need to switch it up some. You know, but hey. still apply pressure now. You got to apply pressure still, but be smart. You know, be smart with it. Hey, you know, uh, you know what I will say, man. I, I, I. <laughs> Oh, this tough man. It's a whiff for me too, bro. It's a whiff for me too, but bro, where I where I would differ, I still for some reason, bro, I feel like Triple G is still different to the point where he could possibly lose, but I don't think he'll get knocked out. But bro, it is it is a whiff for me though that I don't believe that a forty year old Triple G bro is going to be able to stand toe to toe against a Canelo Alvarez and trade shot for shot. And defeat uh, Canelo Alvarez, partly because at this point in Canelo Alvarez's career, he doesn't really want to bounce around and box, bro. He really does not want to get on his tippy toes and move around the ring and really cut off the ring a lot, bro. At this point, Canelo Alvarez, all he wants to do is throw power shots. I don't even think if Canelo know how to throw a jab, bro. (laughs) If I was if I was uh, Eddie Reynoso. In the corner, I mean, no, no, not Eddie Reynoso. I don't know who, who matter of fact, who, who yeah, yeah, Triple yeah, G? Eddie talking about his trainer. No, 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 no. who's Triple G's trainer? Uh, who, tri- who, Triple G's trainer, he, he is, just switched his trainer. It's a black guy, I think. Who, who is he? I'm, I'm not sure who he trained by now if he switched up on him, yeah. But anyway, so if I was Triple G, I'd say, you know what, we're gonna bevault it for the first first six rounds. Uh huh, we're gonna, we gonna stick and move, we're gonna make this, we're gonna, we're gonna get him tied. Maybe it's his first eight. Just to get him tired. We're gonna win some round. We're gonna put this stick on him, and I want you to just stay out of stay out of his range. And then after about seven round, we're gonna walk in his ass down with that jab. Uh huh. Walk him, walk him down with that jab, and follow it up, follow it up with overhands, and you know, follow it up with some combos and just yeah. apply pressure after he's after he's got worn a little bit. I, I guarantee you, Canelo's gonna come in this fight. I feel like he's gonna try to he's gonna try to land some significant shots to to to. To all to to sort of compromise Triple G early, you know what I'm saying? And especially if he's emotional. He's in he, it's a lot of emotion going on right now, you know. And especially on the Canelo side. Yeah, he's saying it ain't that serious. He don't know why this man is that mad. He like, bro, like, mm-hmm. but Canelo, you know, is it, personal, you know. He, he doesn't he, 
you know, slap, you know, slap the hell out of uh, Caleb Plant <laughs> at the press conference. <laughs> you know, Canelo, Canelo, Canelo. You know, he, he hey, 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 bro. I told you, man. Hey, listen, hey, bro. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Hey, man. What people gotta understand, bro, is that Canelo Alvarez, bro, is feeling the pressure. No doubt. He is feeling the pressure, bro, because I knew when he lost to Bivol, and remember when it was, everybody was debating, was he going to go back to Bivol or was he going to go to Triple G? And I was like, man, you know what? I love the Triple G fight even more now because you're now going to see the highest level of pressure on Canelo we've ever seen in his career, man, because he's been the money man for so long. <laughs> if he lose, bro, if he loses somehow, and part of that animosity that you speak of, bro, is that Canelo has already had to hear people tell tell him that the first fight was really a robbery. Right. That, re that really should have went to Triple G. And then he's had to hear people say stuff about the second fight. And so now you got him. And so to be honest, bro, I really think that Triple G, that uh, Canelo is feeling so much mental pressure after the B-ball loss that... He's making up animosity, bro. You know how you know how MJ and Cole. Oh, is, but hold on, he had to make up stuff to get mad. No, but he did that with Caleb Plant. When Caleb Plant was talking about the uh the drug, the drug cheating stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know he's gonna get mad at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He done slapped the man. Say you you talking about my mother, and the man called him a mother <laughs> effer. And you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But he and, and, and he know he he, he know he knew he didn't mean that. You know he, he know what that word mean because he right. said because that's what he called Boo Boo Andrade when Boo Boo Andrade stormed the storm, right. press conference. Mm -hmm. He said, "Mother, you know what I'm mean? Right. I, I, I whoop you up right now. You horrible fighter. You know all of that. You uh -huh. Well, that was when we met English Canelo. But uh, so with that being said, man, yeah, he you know people create stuff. They create their own drama, man. When they ain't feeling something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I'm gonna tell you, man, he he feeling the pressure, bro. And so it's one of those things where. I'm going to enjoy watching this fight because we've never seen Canelo in this position, bro, where he knows what hangs in the balance is no. his career. Because matter of fact, bro, I do, you even, I do you one even better. I think if it's dicey, like the previous two bouts, no doubt. that hurts Canelo even more. That hurts too. That hurts Canelo had, even more if it's decisive. a dicey fight. It had to be decisive and it had to be, it can't be dicey. Right. And which, which leads me to my next question. Um, what you you know know about any type of uh water or uh, what type of uh, Olympic style blood and urine? What type of <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just wondering just because uh, I'm just wondering, you know what I'm saying? No for no reason. I just want right, to know. Right, right, right. Hey. Have, have, have anybody looked into that? I mean that, that's right. Yeah, matter great, of fact, we gotta do some research on that, man, because I know they're doing uh some level of testing, but I'm not sure what level of testing they're doing because I'm glad you brought that up. Bro. I love him. I love him. <laughs> remember, I love him money Mayweather right now. Right, exactly. Hey, bro, because correct me if I'm wrong, bro. But wasn't it after bout one? Yes. When Triple G got popped for the supposed tainted beef, it was no, before you, the second no, one. Canelo, wasn't it? Canelo, yeah, yeah, Canelo, yeah, Canelo. Matter of fact, that got fight. Yeah, 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 because we we was that's when we went to Cali. Cause we went, right. we, we had booked Vegas for that fight. Mm -hmm. and then you know we ended up going to Cali with Triple G. Ended up fighting some some nobody, just just to save the date. You know, right? They moved to uh, Staples Center. But um, regardless of that, man, yeah, yeah, it was it was man. It yeah, was, so so man, hey, that's a good question, bro. I mean, I can't lie, that's a good question as it pertains to Canelo Alvarez. Question, 
or if he's really going to be properly, if they're going to be doing the highest, most stringent level of testing. Because I will say, now that you say that, bro, I haven't heard people really speak nobody really heavily is. on on testing since Money Mayweather. Like, nobody has really harped a lot on, um, on testing. And I know they do get tested by the Nevada Athletic Commission, but nobody since Mayweather has and talked so much that. about the highest level of testing. Well, you know. Yeah, you know, so he so, didn't do that. He didn't do that either to Pacquiao. Wing, wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so so we'll see, man. We'll see. But I'm telling you right now, man. Uh, Canelo feeling that pressure, and we'll see how it goes when they face off on September 17th, live from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Now, let's get into the very last connected with of the podcast, and this is, you know, it's Ladies' Night, right? This is Ladies' Night, like we've probably never seen Ladies' Night. This is this is taking it another step higher than even the Katie Taylor Amanda Serrano. We getting a double header, a double header wrapped in one. We first got uh, Michaela Mayer versus Alicia Baumgartner, and then we got. Clarissa the Quote Shields facing off against her arch amateur nemesis. Yeah, I got to put amateur in there because honestly, they're not on the same level as pros. But this is her arch amateur nemesis in Savannah Marshall, bro. So, so, so connect the whiff on this one, Q, man, because there's been a lot of talk about what's really going to go down in this Clarissa Shields versus Savannah Marshall mega bout, bro. Connect the whiff. Clarissa Shields will knock out Savannah Marshall. Connect the whiff. That's a whiff, man. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see it happening. Now. It's a whiff. Um, I would love to see it happen. Now. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. But I, I just think uh, I don't think she's gonna knock Savannah Marshall out. You know, it's it's I don't I don't see the proof. I don't I don't see how to, I love to see it. Say she's bringing on her power now, you know. Uh-huh. You know, timing, I think she got speed, she got but you know, hey, hey man, she done shown you a couple times on IG, man, on the on the power bag, bro. Yeah, yeah I know you. I know you seen it. She yeah, probably seen that power. Day, I, for, you know, for my money, I was, <laughs> I was just say no. What you got? Uh, hey man, you know what? I, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm agree with you on that one, bro. I'm gonna say it's it's a will for me too. I don't think Clarissa gets the KO, but I I personally, man, I, you know what, man, they're doing a hell of a job of building this fight up. But I really personally feel like Savannah's just not on her level, man. I don't really see Clarissa knocking her out, but I think Clarissa is going to thoroughly outbox her like crazy. And I think when it's all said and done, people are going to be like, oh, man, she was nowhere near Clarissa, man. I think I, I think Clarissa's just on another level uh, than Savannah Marshall because a lot of the things that Clarissa says, man, it's really true if you really think about it, man. Like... Like, the careers have not even been comparable in any way. So, you know, even we look at, you know, we've seen a lot of fighters who've lost to other people in the amateurs. And then when it gets to the pro game, it's just a different level when you get to the pro game as opposed to fighting three rounds against somebody and just a point scoring system where you could kind of pop, 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 you know, score and then quickly get a victory against somebody maybe on points. Whereas when you got to sit and fight somebody for 12 rounds, I think class shows over time. And I, I think that Savannah Marshall might have um, a few moments in the fight early on, but I think that Clarissa's boxing skill is just on another level, bruh. And while she may not knock her out, so that, that is a whiff for me, I think Clarissa's going to 
thoroughly outbox her, bro. And it's not even gonna be close when they when they get in the ring. Yeah, uh, I I can't wait to see this fight, man. I, I think Clarissa wins the fight. You know, I I, I don't been because Savannah Marshall dangerous to me, man. I, I, she dangerous. Her, yeah, she, she got power now. She, nah, she, she got she, power. She got power though, but she 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 has she's ambidextrous with both hands. She got power. And man, the way she her timing, you know. But I just know Clarissa Shields. I think she's quicker. I think she she had a better foot movement. I just I just feel like Savannah Marshall is dangerous, and I want Clarissa to, to I want her to be in and out. I don't want her to be in and trying to get a knockout. But at the same time, man, I don't trust I don't trust it over over across the water either, man. I don't like that. I don't like that at all over there. You know. And, and, like, and to be honest, but, man, and to be honest with you, bro, I'm glad you say that too, because. You know, it, it's not like we also haven't seen um, Clarissa Shields make a mistake and get clipped. Because no was it Hannah Gabriels? Well, Hannah Gabriels. Yeah, Hannah like, Gabriels, who, who, who flash not down. Not, yeah, flash not down. Carter dropped into the canvas, but then of course Clarissa, like the quote she is, got up and and battled back and got the victory. So I feel you on that, bro. That she needs to box and get in and out because the significant power that Savannah has, yeah, she yeah, has bro. a puncher's chance. She got a puncher's chance to rock her with something. I see that's what I don't want to happen. I don't want people to understand. Man, Savannah Marshall box. And is she not just, she not, you know what I'm saying? She's fundamentally sound. She has an amazing jab. She throw she throw uppercuts and stuff. Like, like I say, she got some good damn timing with her uppercuts. And I, I just know sometimes Clarissa get careless a little bit, you know, because uh -huh. she got so much heart. I mean, one thing about her, she got that dog. The dog, the dog will outweigh a lot of things, man. The dog will offset a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Because she wants it and she and she knows what she could do. And um, but 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 I just want her to be sharp in this fight and 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 stay cerebral in her approach. Yeah. And, and I don't want her to get emotional. Cause I know I was just watching her, you know, talking in the interview just the other day, and um they asked her about last time she lost, and you know, when she had to say when it was, you know, in the amateurs and mm -hmm. so, yeah. So, like it, it, it hurt. That loss still hurt. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want her to be overly emotional about this. Just get, just get in there and do what you do. And, um, you know, I mean, like I say, the class is show. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The class is show. I won't get in there. I get in there whitewashing. Get in there and just win, win every round. I don't, I don't really – I would be amazed if – now, if that if she gets in there and just whitewash Savannah Marshall, I feel like this fight going to have some drama. It's gonna be dramatic. <laughs> hey, bro, it's gonna be dramatic, man. I'm just remember I said that. You feel me? It's gonna be some drama. I don't, you know. Hey, hey, but you know, you know what, bro? You know the reason why I don't feel like it's gonna be as much drama as people. I, I'm gonna keep it real, bro. And I'm sure that Clarissa Shields probably feels this herself that the marketing for this fight is excellent. And the reason, only reason why I really am skeptical that there will really be drama is because while Savannah Marshall is a legit boxer, right? The real reality is this is a steep, steep step up in level of competition. And when and, and I think um it's not often that you see somebody take that steep level of competition against somebody who's as accomplished as Clarissa Shields, and it goes well like we think now i could be wrong bro you might be right we're gonna see who right or wrong this one bro when it go down you might be right it might be dramatic but hey. that's why i really have my doubts because while i give savannah marshall for, uh, props for being a great boxer I, I think when you look at her resume she's done nothing near what clarissa has done and i feel like when it's all said and done man there's levels to this game 
And Savannah Marshall hasn't proven it against those steps, it's, it's, uh, those tears up to Clarissa. It's, my, it's something I know, you know. I'm just going by the style and what mm -hmm. I see. But at um, the end of the day, I think about things like, you know, and I understand what the things that led up to this mm -hmm. moments and what, what happened. But I think about how little I knew about Antonio Tarver. You know right, 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 right. Remember, Roy Jones had had this. Uh, they had they had a history in amateur. They had a little history, whatever, whatever. And you know, I, I, I hate I even brought it up because I swear I hope I hope they ain't they was gonna go down. <laughs> but that that just that just make me look. You know what I'm saying? Because because uh -huh. uh, you know you can't tell me nothing about, about Roy Jones, man. You can't tell me nothing. You feel me? And, yeah, and that did happen. I'm just trying to be blind. You know, uh, I'm really looking at this thing as, as as just a matchup and what I see and um. Hey, you, you, know, you say you going into it with your eyes wide open, huh? I got my eyes yeah. wide open. All I really, I really respect Selena Marshall, uh -huh. her style and what she brings, and you know, I don't know, man. She got she got some tool. She she not you know this this gonna be a tough fight. I think it's gonna be a hell of a fight, and I, you know I'm very excited. This fight, I'm, I'm excited for this fight. Like them, really like Crawford and damn Spence. If that ever happened, you know, like, I'm, I'm yeah. like. That's the level of uncertainty, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I probably, I probably, I don't know. Either way it go, it's gonna be a hell of a fight. I'm hey, really looking forward to it, man. Hey man, well we gonna see what ends up happening, man. But nevertheless, shout out to Clarissa the Gold Shields. And say, how, much, how much is that pay per view? Because I'm, I'm gonna go and grab it. Oh shoot, man, I don't even know. Matter of fact, bro, it's top rank. I, I think it's a, a top rank car, so I think. Bro, right. matter of fact, it might yeah. not even be a pay per view if I'm not yeah, mistaken. I guarantee it's gonna be pay per view. I Thank know, you. bro. I, I kid you not, bro. I think it's uh ESPN Plus. Don't quote me, bro. Mm. I think it's ESPN Plus that that fight is That's going crazy. on. Right? I hope so, then. Yeah. Dope. So I, I really think um it's gonna be really accessible to a lot of people, and I don't think it's gonna oh. end up being. Yeah, um, you know, you might be right because I think it's it might be Sky. Cause Bob Rain, top, I mean Bob Rain got something going on with um, what what uh, BT Sport? He got something going on. Yeah, some some you I don't know. Either yeah. way though, I think UK pay per view this and that. Uh -huh. And over this way, it's probably gonna be yeah ESPN like, like, Plus. So I think they yeah, they they got a whole bunch of bunch of yeah. um, networks working together on this. Yeah one. yeah yeah. Cause without a doubt, I, I, I'm for sure uh it's a t a top rank oh. card. So yeah, matter of fact, yeah. And then you know, Michaela Mayer. And the bomb, Alicia you know what I'm mm -hmm. that's gonna be crazy. Remember what I said? I think the, I think the bomb gonna take that one. Hey, hey, bro, hey, bro. To be honest, bro, that's another fight that it's crazy. I, I feel the same way that I feel about the Clarissa uh, versus Savannah fight. I, I like, I really like yeah. Michaela Mayer because again, Michaela Mayer has been through a bit of uh, a bit of war. She's 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 been tested. But with Alicia Bumgarner not taking anything away from her, she might just be that girl. She might be that girl that she just might not have had that moment, that moment yet to show that she's that girl. Yeah, I mean, she so showed that we, she, we gonna see. I don't think she was favorite when she just knocked not old girl out, old girl standing up in the ring, and just, you know. Oh, talking about Terry Harper? I think it was Terry Harper. Yeah, I, I don't she, uh, think she, she was favorite then. I mean, you know, not saying. Oh yeah, she was the underdog. She was the underdog. Yeah, I'm not saying Terry Harper is uh, a Michaela Mayer, but regardless, right. she was the, she was the person to beat, and um. Yeah. She made that look easy peasy lemon squeezy. All I, you know, but I, I really like I really like Michaela Man. I like her a lot too. I really like <laughs> hey, bro. So we go see. Hey. I, I like them both, but I, I just um, you know, Alicia Bongarner. I think I think um that power is gonna be different. You know, I think I I see that. I mean that that's a strong. She's strong. I I could tell her punches. Like you, you almost feel her punches when you see her. Uh -huh. You know, like 
I don't know. Hey, man, but, but we're going to see, man. Nevertheless, man, shout out to uh, Top Rank oh, for giving yeah, us man. an excellent women's card. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing to see, man, Alicia Bumgarner versus Michaela Mayer. And then followed that up with the quote, Clarissa Shields versus Savannah Marshall. Going to be an excellent showdown going down, I believe, September 10th, right? Not this weekend, but the following weekend, right before we get Gennady Golovkin versus uh, Canelo Alvarez, <laughs> the trilogy. So... With nothing left for the pod, bro. You got anything left, man, to say to the people, man, before we get out of here with pod 104? No, nah, that's it. Shout out fan you and FSU football team. Both want to know, man. Fan you. You saw fan you. Fan you like the, uh, I'm just all off the, off the. You saw fan you. Got 20, 20 players suspended and went up oh, North yeah. Carolina and still. Yeah. You saw you saw what they, they went up there and did their thing. Think they lost other photos, like 50 something, but. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to have 20 players spend in North Right, Carolina. that's crazy. Oh, yeah, that's a good team. They were like 24 34 or something in the third quarter. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad it's football season, man. But, but salute, man. Yeah, salute the fam. FSU, man. All our Florida roots, man. With right. Box of TV, man. And with that being said, man, y'all make sure y'all tune in on YouTube, uh, IG. All of that, man. Keep rocking with us, supporting with us, subscribing. Hit that notification bell, y'all. Grab some merch. Get on, get on there and get some merch. Go to the uh, website, man. Go to thebossofitteam.com, man. Grab some merch, some paraphernalia, man. Right. Yeah, and without a doubt, man, y'all hit that notification bell, man. We love to see our subscribers going up. But y'all hit that notification bell, man, so y'all can see when we are dropping our latest content and our different clips. Get and last, man. Yeah, yeah. Let us know how you feel about whatever it is you want to talk we gonna have to start going live with them, man. We'll start going live. Mm-hmm. We gotta set up a time where we get uh, these once a, once a month or something. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then the last thing I'll say, man, that y'all stay tuned because we are gonna get back to dropping. Uh, we're gonna re revamp and rock out our Iron Mike Tyson glove raffle, man. That we got in tuck that we're ready to give away to one lucky fan and so y'all stay locked in to what the details are going to be to win that iron mike tyson glove and with nothing else left for the pod box of vibes tv from jd and q we out